Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Hey, thanks for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Now, one of the biggest struggles that salon owners I know are facing right now is how to deal with their team's uh, engagement during this crazy time that the world is facing right now. Is this the problem that you're facing? Whilst everyone's in a slightly different situation right now, there's one thing for sure, that this is a time where your usual team culture and engagement can really easily slip away. But... I don't want this to happen for you. Don't let it happen. So in this episode, I'm joined by a good friend of mine, salon owner and Kevin Murphy, color master Janine Simons. This episode was actually a replay of the live session that we hosted in the Salon Owners Collective group, where Janine and I answered all of your questions about how to keep the team culture and engagement up during this time, including some activities, some educational ideas, and some client advice. Some a great session with Janine. Enjoy this episode. Hi, hi everyone. Um, happy Easter weekend, nearly. And really pleased to have Janine Simons with me, who is the creative director of no, you're not <laughs> <You're> <laughs> color master for Kevin Murphy. Um, so thanks for joining me. Hey, pleasure. It's nice to be here. Well, actually, you're more than uh, a colour master. You're a colour master for Kevin Murphy, but you're also a salon owner for two years, uh, for two salons. <laughs> We're not getting off to a good start. <laughs> um, but we go way back. Back in the day, you and I had salons across the road from each other, and we would not borrow a cup of sugar from the neighbour. We would um, come and borrow water or 20 vol, as the case may be. This is how, how we met, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. So how's lockdown, Janine? Well, so far so good, actually. I can't say I'm hating it. It was um, you know, the first week was just a bit of big upheaval, just doing all of that extra admin that came um our way with staff, you know, dealing with the team and the salon and all of the things. Um, but now it's actually great. We've come up to our beach place, so we're just kind of we almost feel like a little bit like we're on holiday except we're working from home. So yeah, yeah. It's good, really good. So, hey, I can see uh, everyone arriving. Hey, Angela, come and say hey. Let us know that you're here. Um, and we're going to be talking about some really, uh, I felt, important things. And this is something that's been coming at me a lot. Lots of questions from salon owners, conversations I've been having um, of recent times. And I knew the right person to come and ask to talk to about this was you, Janine, because um, it's something that you've always done right from when I first met you years and years ago, 15 years ago, or however long it was. Um, And that is maintaining um, a team, a a really great engaged team culture. And I've been watching you, I follow your page, and clearly I follow you all around the place. Um, And I really paying attention, not a stalker. (laughs) I have really been tuning into how engaged your team are even in lockdown, like you've been doing some great things. So I wanted you to come um, and talk to us because I know it's a challenge for a lot of owners to have their team engaged, not to disappear into the ether, stay in their pajamas while they're at home. Um, And, you know, we're we're paying them, right? You're paying your team, they're still employed and it's hard. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I think probably um, in the first week, there was a, a little bit of um, confusion between team, some team members, not so much with my someone because I've been talking to them right from the beginning. Like We've been talking about COVID since it really first started and Wuhan and how it may end up impacting us here in New Zealand. So um, the expectations for my team were set right from sort of early on around wage subsidy, and that still means that you will be paid, just means you'll be working from and your job description will change a little bit. Uh, however, yeah, and talking to a few salon owners, that's definitely been a something. 
For you sure. know, some um, juggling with to get some team members to work, if you like, or be on board with some of the things that they're doing online. Um, so it is a challenge. I, I really feel it's just a conversation that you need to have and explain around, you know, um, the wage subsidy is not holiday pay. You can choose to be on yeah. leave if you want, and I'll pay you out your annual leave. Or, you know, we're all in this together, and we work work through the next four weeks to maintain connection for ourselves and for our clients. So, so that we have yeah. a to go back to. Those were, and yeah. I, you know, I was pretty straight up with my team. I said, look, my two goals are to um, walk away from this with all of you still in my team and a, a functioning salon that we can all still perform in. So, you know, those are the two goals that we have to get through COVID-19. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to digging into some of those uh, tactics. But I want to give a wee shout out to um, everyone who's jumping on. Um, hey, Sam, you're very welcome. She said, thanks for putting this on. Um, Jess, nice to have you back. Um, and hey, Beck. And I want to give a shout out to Mana. I've been seeing you everywhere lately. Uh, which is really nice. <laughs> Michael did a great live on Instagram the other day. It was so good, Vanna, so good. And um, Rachel, nice to see you as well. And I can see Hannah, Kerry, golly, everybody. I better stop uh, calling out the names now. We'll be here for, <laughs> for ages. Hey, Mia, Catherine. All right, let's dive into some of these details. Um, so tell me, like, what was one of the first things that you really did in terms of bringing your people together? Was it around meeting on a regular basis? Do you have a schedule that you run on a weekly basis? Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, we do. Uh, so, you know, the, the week we actually closed down, I think we were at a level three on the Monday and then by Wednesday, level four, so closed. We, effect, we closed on the Monday. Um, I know some people stayed open through that time. We just, I just felt it wasn't worth putting the team, a lot of them felt unsteady already. So it's sort of like, let's just not do that. Um, so we closed on the Wednesday and we have a Facebook group page, which I know a lot of salons run one of those. It's an excellent way to- um, Team. Create, yeah, te a team, team one, yeah. yeah. Ours is called um, Maniacs Creating Belonging like 2020 or something like that. Um, so we all, uh, everybody looks for information and things inside of that, that group. Um, so the first day, so at the end of the Wednesday, the Wednesday was mammoth, so quite a few of my team um, came in and they got, um, I put it out to them to come in and get mannequin stands and mannequin heads and all their tools and um, my juniors to take the big conditioner bottles home and, you know, things so they could practice foils and retouches and blow waves and that sort of thing. Um, so they all came and did that and a large part of them actually came and helped me pack down the salon as well. We need to clear everything out because of the um, sort of warning around potential looting. So we, um, that was quite a big job. So by the end of Wednesday, I think we were all just a bit, the impact of A, the news and B, doing all of the things, contacting all of the clients. Um, I, I put a thing in the Facebook group and said, let you guys take the rest of this week off to just like process everything that's happened and you know, feel free to talk to me or all of the things. Um, and we will meet on Monday online and set up what our schedule is going to look like for the next four weeks. Um, so that's pretty much how we approach that. And then our very first um, touch point was uh, a team meeting, which we held on Zoom. Zoom's great for team meetings. You can all see each other and yeah, so that's how we got started with that. And so we have, you know, when we're in the salon, we have a very um, routine, regular few things. And so our team meeting is always on a Thursday morning. So we've maintained that. Um, it keeps it easy so that people don't forget. I don't know about you guys, but it's very easy to lose track of the days. It's sort of <laughs> yep. Weekends kind of irrelevant, you know. Um, every day is sort of like just a day. So yeah, so in keeping some kind of structure and format to when we do meet, I think that has been um, a, a key thing. So we always did training in the, in the academy on a Tuesday. So we are still doing training on a Tuesday um, with our apprentices and our educators and some of our styling team who want to share things with each other. And then we're also doing our team regular meeting, um, which is a Thursday morning. Usually runs around an hour and a half and it's on um, Zoom and then we are also meeting every Friday morning at, um, it's, it's optional uh, and um, we're, we're kind of centering that around a podcast so instead of book club we've sort of got like a podcast club and one of us will post a podcast for everyone to listen to that's kind of relevant to either life or hairdressing 
And then we'll, those that want to can meet on Friday and connect and chat about the podcast, what was good, great, or whether they'd recommended or um, they heard of another one similar, those kind of things. So those are our kind of three routine things that we have all, um, that we're all meeting definitely around. I'm really keen to ask uh, for those of you that are with us live, um, who's having team meetings on Zoom? I feel for Zoom, like, I, like <laughs> it must be the best and the worst time for them totally, right? Their um, usage must have completely gone up, but at the same time, I'm sure it's a nightmare for them. Um, yeah, so I'm really interested. Let me know in the comments if you're having regular team meetings and if you're using Zoom or maybe you're using some other platform um, or maybe you're not meeting your team at all. Let us know. Let us know what's going on. Um, so tell me a little bit about like how is um, technical education going? You're doing that on a Tuesday. How's yeah. that like? How do you manage that technically? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, well, I have we have three or four of us that are the educators for Main Salon, the Greater Main Salon team. And so over the, the first four weeks, I anticipate that we might be shut down a bit longer than that. Did I say mm. that out loud? Mm. Um, so, you know, I'm sort of planning for six to eight, but over the first four weeks, I've locked in a session with each of the educators and the apprentices. Um, at the moment, we're using Click Meeting to do our um, training. It's another platform that's really similar to Zoom. And we're just sort of trialing it out to see if it's better. It's got some better capabilities, like you can have a whiteboard and write on it and just a few things that work quite well from a training perspective and education. Um, super easy to run a webinar out of those kind of things. So um, yeah, so that's how we're that's how we're managing our training. So what was, that, what was that platform called? Does someone want to type it in the comments or I will? Yep. Called Click Meeting. And I actually go. got onto it because um, the brand, Kevin Murphy brand, started using it. So I was like, oh, yeah, this is actually great for that. So we, we started to use it as our education platform. Yeah, cool. yeah. Nice. So that's been good. Um, and, you know, we're really focusing on building the skills, particularly of our apprentices, because they're both so new to our team. Honestly, Molly's been there like two weeks and Bella maybe oh. two and a half months, not very long. Oh, the poor girl. So for me, it's like super important that, that, yeah, I know. And then, you know, starts and then boom, we're gone. Um, so it's super important to me that they still feel that like they're being integrated into our team and they're part of our team and that they're still going to get that training because yes, I am actually going to be a hairdresser, you know? Um, so mm. we've really focused on, training them skills for those reasons also for the reason that when we go back in we're actually going to need them to have those skill sets to be able to look after the extra demand of clients that we're going to have when we go back um like when i keep saying to my team when we open we reopen re it is going to be almost like christmas on steroids i think <laughs> you know like every single client over the last six weeks so um yeah so it's important that we train those two young girls that didn't have any skills except basin skills to be able to blow wave and do global colors and things like that so we've got a goal in mind and they know that too so yeah um and how are you kind of coping with like directing the work and viewing the quality of the work over over a digital platform and that's a new challenge right yes yes definitely yes definitely so um my educators pretty much are owning the outcomes for each of their training sessions and at the moment they've we set goals and we call them good great awesome so, you know, like for, with regard to say applying a global or a retouch color, a good amount of practice would be four times this week, a great amount would be um, seven and an excellent amount would be like say 10 or 12 uh, so that they can really knock off some, you know, targets. Um, and they just are sending through um, timing and, uh, you know, finished looks and things like that to the educators, which is good. Yeah. And that's and awesome. Too. Yeah. 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 I love that. I love that. And um, what about business education? So you're doing your technical education with your apprentices. And um, what about in terms of the wider team? Before you go to that, I just want to um, see what people have said. Um, Kerry's having her meeting at three today. <laughs> Lots of you, actually, just about everybody's using Zoom. I know Caroline's using FaceTime um, and drinks. FaceTime and drinks. I like that. <laughs> that's good um george says weekly wednesday plus extra is required okay cool but look most people are using zoom and um be interesting you're welcome mana interesting to see um what click meeting is like 
just as another option. Yes, for sure. Yeah, but they're very similar, just um, slightly different. Um, you know, they have features, slightly different features. Yeah, I'm, I find both great. Yeah. So what about your actual team meeting? What are the things that you're covering and um, talking about? And I, mean, I know that there's kind of a bit of a block sometimes. It's like, oh, what's the point of talking about these things when they can't do anything? What's your yeah, take on that? No, I think there's so many things that if we've scheduled our team meetings for the next six weeks, potentially online, and the agenda, all the agendas are very full, very full. Mm. Uh, so, for example, today we did, Megan, my salon manager, I have two salon managers and I'm very blessed to have them, they're excellent. Um, so, Megan, we take turns at running team meeting. So, she took one this morning and um, the outcome was to really focus on some, whatever gaps each individual, there is so much education out there. And there are so many things that um, each, you know, each stylist can get involved in. But actually, if they drill down a bit and really think about what core skills or gaps that they have, then uh, they can actually then apply some targeted education over this break and go back with what they need. So um, this morning's team meeting was, well, our icebreaker was actually we had to find something old or um, a discovery that we made through all of this time cleaning out cupboards or wardrobe. <laughs> and that was super cute. So everyone bought all sorts of things. So one of the girls bought a wedding dress and somebody else had marbles from um, when oh. kid. Great, great fun. Um, but I digress. And so the body of the meeting, um, we asked everyone to rate themselves from one to five on skills like foils, balayage, cutting, colouring, um, communication skills, stress management, Instagram, like so a few things like that. And it covered everything from um, conversational skills right through to hairdressing skills, as well as online social media. So, um, and from there, um, each, each team member is going to set themselves a goal, which will get posted into the Facebook page by tomorrow morning and we'll all hold each other accountable to achieving said goal by the end of um, our lockdown, <laughs> which is in theory two weeks, and we might have to set another one after that. <laughs> that was kind of the basis of today's meeting. Next week's meeting is all around consultation. Um, so, you know, we have put our thinking hats on and going back into the salon, our consultations are going to look like color correction, um, new looks, almost all of our consults will be, um, sort of almost like you're doing a new client each time. Uh, and so, you know, and there's also that thing around people have been starved of company. So when our clients come in that are so used to seeing us, some of them like every two or three weeks, they're almost going to try and have a 20 minute conversation with us before we can mm. even get started with the hair. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, so we're really going to drill down into that and what does that look like and how can we kind of bring them back around and back to the hair and then bring that conversation back and when you're doing their hair because yeah. we just won't have time. We won't have time to do a 20 minute chat about surviving and what we did and all the things, you know. Um, so that's our strategy for next week's team meeting. Kiri will be taking that. So she is actually creating the content. Um, and then we just get together right beforehand and make sure the three of us are aligned. And yeah, it's great. Um, one other yeah. thing we thought that we would look to do uh, the week before we open is have online consultations with all of our clients or the clients that will put it out there to them, you know, if you've box dyed your hair, no judgment, just let us know. Um, let's hope it's not too much. <laughs> um, and also, um, you know, or if you haven't, if, you've, if your colour's grown out and you're thinking of a new look or you think you might want something different, um, how about booking in an online consultation with your stylist? And um, so that last week, I anticipate the job description for all of my team will literally be um, 15 to half an hour consultations online through Facebook or Instagram. So... Um, I think that's, I've, I've just got to stop and say that is so good because you want to know when they walk in the door what you're in for. Yeah, you Because see. otherwise, I mean, otherwise it's going to be um, a hell of a time dealing with running late, um, all the things. So I think that's genius. Yes, definitely. And it's also, you know, we'll actually have the, the time to have those 20 minute conversations as mm. well, you know. Yeah. Like, it might be that 15 minutes is taken up talking about what isolation's been like and what the kids are doing or whatever it is. Um, and then they're here. And then when they come in, it won't feel as much like we have, they want to have that big conversation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. we're sort of just trying to eliminate those challenges before they hit us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's great. Yeah. Okay. One of the things I wanted to ask you about was uh, socials. Keeping your, uh, you do this exceptionally well. 
I don't know, I'll leave it to you to tell us what you do, but it seems to me like you're giving them takeovers, you're doing, my favorite, I was telling someone the other day, was when you had your team doing some crazy planks <laughs> and then you had them ranking off, off each other until you finally had the winning plank uh, photo, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was like, man, where do you come up with this stuff? It's just so good, it's really creative. So tell me about that, but also tell us all about like, what are you doing? Uh, to keep the team engaged because I know people want to do that and there's fear around the photos will be crap, they'll say the wrong words and all of this type of stuff. So um, tell us about the competition first because that was fun. Yeah, sure. yeah. So we, it was really about thinking about how to bring um, what we were doing in the salon to an online life. So in the salon, we do a daily huddle. So we decided to do a daily challenge. Um, and so again, this was a conversation between myself and my uh, two managers, you know, around all of the things, some one-on-ones and some different, you know, and the daily challenge came up and we decided that um, everyone would have one day where they would have to throw out a daily challenge, but also fuel the story with their day in isolation. So the daily challenge, yeah, they've been great. There's been some excellent ones. And how we're managing it is everybody uh, puts their photo or their little bit or whatever it is into the Facebook group. Um, and then Megan, who's one of my managers, she's actually taken on ownership of um, uh, posting all of the pictures and, and the stories, managing the stories. So um, the stories we're doing in, in two ways and the team have the choice. They can either drop their videos or pictures into our managed Facebook book group or they can just put it on their feed and tag main salon in and we just share it across so it's been a bit of a mixture of both and I guess the thing is you know if I go right back um, before any even any of this happened in, in salon life I do a lot of training and education in the team we spend a lot of time talking about brand the values what it looks like what colors we use you know the tone of voice we are what's our target market who are they talking to so now that we're in this situation when they're doing their stories or um, their daily challenges, they think they have all of that in mind too. So it's actually not been a challenge for me around, oh, no, I can't post that um, so far, which has been great. Um, our daily done the pre -work. challenge today is uh, my main kitchen rules is our daily challenge. <laughs> <laughs> we all have to take something. That's come from Leroy. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Might get the kids on it. <laughs> Yeah, so, no, honestly, it's been so fun for for three reasons. It's kept us connected, and it's so funny. Some of them are just so funny, and um, it has also uh, been creative. The things that we all mm. had to the one that's coming up is having to spell out the name Maine and whatever you could around your house. It's hilarious, honestly. So many people have used all different types of um, things. <laughs> so funny. Um, so it's kept us creative. It's kept us connected, and it's also allowed clients to have that connection with us because they're going through on our Instagram and they're voting on their favorite and all of that sort of thing and the story I think a day in isolation with the story that is really helping clients kind of just see their stylist in another way or a team member that maybe they haven't spent a lot of time with they're like oh okay that's what they're into so that's a day in the life in isolation has been excellent as well mm. yeah mm. once again okay yeah so I wanted I, I want to just touch on something it kind of talked about was um, this pre-work that you've really put into culture, uh, well, no, the culture of the brand actually, because what's allowed you to kind of give some free reign to your people is that you've already had the pre-conversation constantly. It's not like you did it once and then never went back there. You're constantly talking about brand value, brand look, brand feel, what we yep. do and we don't say. And um, I know that that comes down to ultimately the amount of time that you put aside to meet as a team yes. and to really work together and you've got um because i know even when i work with salon owners and i say uh, look i really encourage you to have a two-hour team meeting every week and they're like what what i do half an hour a month what would i talk about and it's not long before you realize that actually once you get going and you're in it you could get going all day actually like yeah. the number of things to talk about um yeah. so is that something that, like, does it come up on, on a monthly basis? Is it something that you annually plan to kind of, or is it just weaved into conversation brand? All of it. <laughs> I have to say all of it. Um, so, you know, annually, uh, the beginning of the year, usually, I mark out one or two days. It might be an overnighter or a one-day 
we'd go home and the next day come back and we do like a two day this is main 2020 um we're, we're keeping these values or we're going to replace that one with that one uh, reminder of all of the things what does it look like what are we trying to achieve this year and what's our core focus we always have one core focus per year and we always have one chosen charity so we use that time to do all of that too um, I do often use a facilitator so I know you've had Joel Bouzade on on here before um, he's fantastic I think it's so good to get somebody like him to come in and facilitate some of those sessions another voice uh, a fresh a different perspective you know um, and he's so good at what he does um, so I engage him usually for their annual event and then I um, do a few more things with him throughout the year. So this year, he's actually really working with my managers on a leadership program right now online. So I'm, I feel so lucky that we've been given this gift of time that I can send them off to do that with him because it's something that's been on our agenda. Um, but getting to it, these girls are busy with clients and team and, you know, so they're now doing a leadership program with him, which is great. So we do that annually. And then we also um, team meeting. Uh, so not every team meeting, but often throughout team meetings, there will be, you know, remember who our ideal client is, or um, we might do a, a brainstorm on who each individual stylist um, ideal client is, and then bring that back into the main values, because they're all kind of attracting different people, obviously. So, um, you know, it's really important with that we know who we're talking to. So, yeah, so that's in team meetings. And then every day, every day in our um, huddles and our team meetings, we always bring our compliments or our behaviors or our reasons why back to our three values always so um, like our gems that we do in our team meeting which is a compliment that you give someone even our team meeting today on zoom started exactly like that um, and the gem is related to our three core values and the behaviors that sit behind them so um, you know it's 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 a lot of work and it never goes away it's yeah. so worth it though it's so worth it yeah, yeah, for sure. And really, that's kind of driven by the fact that you have time available to do that. You've created the time to prioritize that. Yeah. Um, and make your team your primary client rather than the clients be your primary client. Yeah, 100%. My, my team have been my clients for years now. I've not done clients on the floor as such. I do colors and stuff every now and then, but my team have definitely been my clients for a long time, forever. Um, I remember when I had that switch, switch in mentality too, that actually my team are my clients now. Um, and it was a, a life-changing moment because you know, when you're putting all of that energy into your, your team in the same way you would a client, I want to keep them loyal and I want them to stay here and I want them to be super happy with what they've got and what they're getting. And um, yeah, and it's, it is, it does take quite a bit of time, um, but it's worth it. You just have to make sure you use the time really well. Um, the salon's time, obviously, financially, but also their time, you know, when mm. I ask them to come and do a two-day um, main kind of culture session, I need to make it worth their while, you know, I don't want them yeah. to feel like they're turning up to sit through the same thing each time. We put some fun things in there, you know, like, it just depends where, we're at, where we are and some activities and things, so, yeah, good. All right, a couple of questions. Um, uh, Janine, do you get them to send through photos of their hair for the online comms? I think you actually answered that one. You used that you they posted into the Facebook group, yes. um, and then you or the managers, well, actually the managers manage that. Yes. Um, all right, Janine, will you supply all their client details to each stylist? I guess that you're meaning um, while we're in lockdown uh, away and digitally and online good question yeah really good question and you know what funnily enough we spoke about that this morning um so uh with the, uh, megan and i had a conversation around that this morning after our meeting um because we did we we did a bit of a recap and um yes because you know one school of thought was should we just let them all contact people and but actually no um we'll manage that process i still think that it needs to be almost like it's in the salon so my salon coordinators will manage that process of booking in their consultations um they will also manage the process of uh connect ringing them all up and connecting with them and putting them back in with said stylus at the right time um, they've been doing that all the way through actually just share that with you like we they've all been getting a text and an email as you would from katumba um however the duties that my salon coordinators are carrying out through this time is they are ringing every single client the week of their appointment just to say hey you know just touching base we know you were booked in this week 
just want you to know that you're on the priority list. And, and one of the girls in the team meeting today just shared that with us. She said, honestly, Janine, the, the clients are absolutely loving getting that phone call. They have like mm. a chat and, you know. Um, so I think if you're not doing it, it's a good thing to be doing is connect with them. Yeah. Yeah, and actually taking the time to do the phone call. Yes, yes, yeah. At a time like this. Yeah, I know there's other salon owners that are doing it, definitely, and it is a lot of time. I'm fortunate enough to be able to delegate that to my coordinators. Um, but yeah, it does. Ta it takes a lot of time. It's taking them all week to kind of almost get hold of everybody um, at different times of the day, you know. But to be fair, we have the time. We do. This is it. <laughs> like this... We yeah. might not be doing this in back to norm because we won't, we'll be busy doing the hair, doing the faces and That's doing all it. the things, but uh, they're not really doing anything else and they are on the clock. Yes, 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 absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt that that was their job for the week, you know. Yeah, um, yeah and from a client salon connection, it's, it's gold. Like the feedback yeah. is, I've had people private message me to say, hey, just wanted you to know that, I think the way you're communicating with us, you know, as a client, has been great, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, just touching on those who are with us today in Australia, uh, even with the way that, um, with the JobKeeper and whatnot, for most people, your team is still employed. Um, and even if you're not and you've had to stand them down, um, I think, I'm no legal expert here, but I think there is a way to keep pay them a minimum of three hours to keep them employed. Um, and I think if you can fund it until the JobKeeper comes through, it's worth it. Mm. It's worth that connection to make sure that you've got a business to come back to and a team to come back to. Yes, and I think that's, that's got to be the top priority um, at the moment, right? Yes, absolutely. And I think even if you, just, if you have that conversation just like that, you know, they all surely want to come back to their clients and a job and and one person can't do it on their own. It's no. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. All right, we've got a question from Leanne, um, but I also wanted to ask you, um, I'm just saying it now so I don't forget to come back to it, um, around team members that have checked out. Like I know that you have kind of, you've set the bar, but let's have a conversation because I know plenty of the people that are with us or um, who are gonna be here on the replay. Yeah. It's a real problem for people, right? So um, Leanne has asked, how do you structure team meetings? What do you address and keep uh, and keeping things positive? Please, can you elaborate on your values? Yeah, sure. So uh, our team meetings are very structured and they're very planned. So um, when, when it's my week to do a team meeting, I need to make sure that I plan and prep and then present that to Carrie and Megan and we all go, yes, 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 and they add their bit. Um, and we pretty much stay in our lanes. We've all uh, got certain job roles and descriptions. And when we take the team meeting, we're trying to stay in our lane, if you like, for the content of that team meeting. Um, and the content of team meetings can be um, anything from, uh, you know, skill set training. So training, we might teach a new balayage technique or we might have new products that we train on, um, right through to consultation, communication. Uh, sometimes we get in guest people to speak as well. Um, and and or we t I t often have a money meeting, what I call a money meeting. So every quarter I try and have a money meeting. And it's not just about um, wages. It's kind of um, helping them to um, sort of have better lives through budgeting choices or making sure insurances are good or, you know, those kind of things as well, um, as well as potentially like the value of a client and how that looks and what they're worth to you per year and all of those sort of things. So um, we have like, honestly, if anyone is stuck for toppets, I'll give you a piece of paper. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Once you get going, there's no yeah. stopping, right? Yeah, exactly. um, so in terms of, I, I guess, uh, I ran our team meetings exactly the same. We had two primary functions. One was kind of the operational, what I would call the shit that comes up on a yep. weekly basis. Like yep. just get through the operations. Do you know who's away this week? Uh, what clients, yeah. I don't know, what movement has there been? We've run out of towels, sorry. Uh, we don't have this color in stock for the next two weeks or whatever that kind of functional stuff. Um, and we had a really set clear agenda for that. And then we would wrap up logistics <laughs> and then we would move into this other kind of cultural, educational um, 
stuff. And so I think um, there's something about having regularity and consistency in a format that's yeah. actually reassuring to uh, team members. And I think you've got to remember, as, as creative entrepreneurs, as the owner of the business, we're the ones that want to change it up and keep it different yeah. and have it exciting all the time. So do creative stylists, I get that. But at the same time, actually, we've got to remember that when we provide consistency, it's actually really reassuring for them yes. to have a consistent environment. And we think we should change it up and have it variable and then they'll get bored, but actually it's an important element. Would you agree? Yes, 100%. And just like you, we have the same format. Gems, like I talked about before, housekeeping, which is your operations. And then we have sort of like a body of the meeting, you know, which is, and that's where the creativity comes in and the content, you know. And yeah, the variation. Or, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, you're right. And every meeting kind of ends with like a, a recap and some delegation of tasks if need be. And, you know, so it's always kind of the same structure. Um, but yeah, it was different because of the things you're doing in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, Leanne did ask about uh, your values. Do you want to talk about those a little bit? Oh, yeah, sure. So we have um, we have three core values um, and they are excellence, loyalty and happiness. And so often I've, we've done values for many, many years. And, um, you know, in the past, we sort of haven't, we've defined them, but we've never attached a behavior to them. So the last two years, we've actually had firm behaviors attached to our values. And that is what has brought them to life into the salon and made it and helps to, has really set clear and strong boundaries. And yeah, we have three core values. We have excellence, uh, loyalty, and happiness. And the, the actual, the, the key thing with values is to have a behavior attached to them. Having a value with some defined language in an employee manual is not enough. You really need to have the, the success is on bringing the behaviors to life in the salon. Um, and, you know, this was a workshop that we did with Joel. And again, I would suggest uh, you set aside a day to kind of do values with your team because it takes a while to establish them, define them, and then add a behavior. Um, so we did uh, the behaviors and then so the behaviors behind excellence was to be to learn something to teach something or be and then some so we can we know that somebody's being excellent because they have taught somebody else something in the team or they shared something with the industry online or um, they went the extra mile for a client that's and then some you know our and then some basically means when you think you've done enough think about how you can do it just that little bit extra um, so that's excellence. And then we have loyalty, which is means to um, uh, give and seek feedback. So um, that can be a hard thing to, to do. So being loyalty is about being there for each other. And that means, um, you know, giving the great feedback, but obviously also giving the challenging or the hard feedback. And, um, you know, so we know that somebody has been behaved with loyalty this week simply by the action of doing that. For example, in the team meeting, I might say, hey, my gem is for um, Rach Pop today because um, you know she's really been there for Megan this week. I noticed that she really helped her out with this piece of work that she had to do. And I saw Rach check in with her a few times. So you know that loyalty is excellent. And so that's how we're bringing those values into our language and our team meeting and our culture and the behaviors. And happiness means to smile. So we remind each other to smile. But it's very easy when you're a stylist to kind of, or just as a person anywhere, to kind of zone into something and concentrating. And we don't all have the best resting face, let's face it. So, um, you know, it can look not so great from afar if a client's looking at you in one mirror across the salon. Um, so just that, you know, trigger to remember to smile. And it all, uh, the other thing for us is the behavior is ch of changing the story in your head. Um, so that, that is a phrase that we use a lot. I use it a lot with my kids at home too. Um, it's mm. really about, um, you know, our mindsets can get not so positive at times or we can just have that voice in our head that says, oh, no, that won't work. Or no, you can't do that. Um, so we're all about change the story in your head and find the way. Or, you know, if you really want it, how are we going to get it? So that, you know, you feel like you're, you've got a sense of happiness and um, purpose. So those are our three values. I love that. I think that's really good. And I agree with you, attaching a behavior or knowing what success looks like, uh, knowing when you are doing said value is really important because it brings it uh, to life, doesn't it? It brings it real. We, had, we did a similar um, way of bringing it to life. Um, we didn't call it as what you said, but for each of our values, we had um, a description on how we did it for ourselves. 
like how we would behave, how we did that value, how we did that value for our team, what did it look like when we were behaving that way with each other, and then how we were doing that in front of a client. So we made sure that all the key stakeholders were like, we know what this behavior looks like when we are. So one of ours was empowerment. How do we empower ourselves? How do we empower our team member? And how do we empower our client? And that was really powerful because empowering your client is actually giving her the tools to say, look good at home, empowering her to feel good in her own skin, whatever it was. So, um, yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what? That will be one of my team meeting sessions in the future. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, that's excellent. I think it's excellent. <laughs> that was a great uh, question. Thanks, um, Leanne. Uh, Diana says Simon Sinek has a great video on team huddles. Yes, I've seen that actually. It is. It's really, really good. Now I wrote down, didn't I? And I said. Uh, no, I said to you, I wanted to ask you something else, but I'm going to say it now so I don't forget. Uh, yeah, it was around yeah. um, how do you get people on board <laughs> when they've yeah. fallen off the boat. Yeah, um, let's have a conversation about that. And I'm really keen to know for um, anyone who's here live with us, you know, is anybody having that challenge? Where have they gone? <laughs> um, have, if you've lost them, why? What's the challenge? Because I, I just think. It's hard enough trying to get people on board and engaged when they check out, when you're physically together, let yeah. alone, um, you know, did, having to do it digitally and remotely. I think that's challenging. Yes, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, yeah, I 100% agree with you. It's so hard with, um, you know, I, there's that old saying, lead a horse to water kind of thing, isn't there? Um, yeah. So, you know, and I've had, everyone has those challenges, I think, when you're managing a team, no one is exempt. Yeah. Um, you know, so key things that I've learned over the years is just to really set that expectation up front as much as you can as possible, you know. So like I was saying earlier, I've been having conversations about COVID-19 for a long time with my team, every team meeting probably for the last three months, you know. Um, so as it was sort of unfolding, the expectations were being... Um, laid on the table. Uh, one of the, the ways that, you know, I presented it to my team or talked to it about my team with was, you know, the wage subsidy is, um, it's it's not sort of like a, a benefit for you. It's, like, it's designed to help uh, salon owners or business owners keep you employed. So mm. you are being paid a wage. It's just that instead of the clients paying for that service, the government have propped us up because we don't have clients paying for those services. So it's the same thing as if you were working. Um, and if uh, outside of that, you can take annual leave, that's 100% fine. You can have a month of annual leave at this time and um, be off. Um, so, you know, the, the choice for all of mine was, oh, no, no, it will work, <laughs> you know. And it's not like they're working like they're used to. We're just doing things to keep connected and engaged. And also, I think it just comes back to that whole um, people want to be part of what you're doing. You know, like a couple of the mainies didn't f at first get fully involved with the daily challenges, you know. Um, and yeah, it's just, yeah, conversations ahead and just trying try to get people on board and make it so fun that they want to be on board as well, yeah. which is a key part of it. So you want to kind of create a bit of FOMO if you can. So then, you know, they'll be engaged. Um, yeah, it can be a very tricky situation for sure. Yeah, I think um, what you said was important. Um, that's kind of sticking at it. Like even when you get some resistance at the beginning, um, stick at it. Almost, it's almost like managing your, your kids, right? It's like until yes. they realise that you're not giving up and you're not giving up on them and you're not going away like a bad smell, yes. and they've got to show up or ship out in a way. Do you know? Yeah. Like this actually is a performance management. Yeah, and that's the uh, issue. Yeah. yeah, which That's ideally is, is ideally we're not where you're going, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Never want, you know, you never want to go down that road if you can avoid it. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, though, if you have people that really aren't going to get on board with your culture, then you, you need to, you know, because you're, they're, they're never going to probably get on board with your culture. Um, so yeah. yeah, it can be a tricky one. Um, yeah. And I think so setting expectations up front, right? Yes. Um, and then a it's a matter of manage, managing to that. And I guess if it was if it was me, I would be having that one-on-one -on -one conversation with them and calling them out. And you can call somebody out kindly and politely. Yeah. You don't have to be harsh about it. But yeah. I think it is being brave enough, isn't it, to have that one-on-one -on -one conversation. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it also comes back to our values, you know, like, so how are you being, where's your value of loyalty to the team when everyone else is doing it except you are, you know, and have that conversation yeah. around that. Um, yeah. So we always bring it back to the values. And um, yeah, we definitely have the one-on-one -on -one conversation. One of the team members was late to the meeting this morning. She's, she had a one-on-one -on -one afterwards, you know, we just sort of get straight in there and it's, it's not a, it's not left. I think if you leave things, then it becomes even more of a problem. So straight away, have that conversation, um, change the story in their heads, find a different way to make it work. So one of the barriers to daily challenge was there were a couple of things in that, oh, I don't really want to do that. So there was a TikTok hand challenge thing that took me forever to learn. Um, <laughs> not all of them wanted to be on TikTok. So um, Megan, who's managing, was just like, that's fine. Just do something just do something with your hands, you know, it doesn't have to be so absolute. So it's about having fun and being connected. Um, and so that took a lot of barriers away for people to get involved with the daily challenge. So yes, I think those conversations set the expectation and then conversations when it's not kind of happening and fast and yeah. bring it back to the values and bring it back to team and, you know, all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, Bridget made a comment here about hers don't really get it that they're on the books. I think you need to have that conversation like literally and talk through the um, the way that the money flows. And Bridget, I don't know if you're in Australia or New Zealand and quite how that is structured because Australia's is structured there's differently. But um, yeah, I, I would be getting on a call and having a one-on-one -on -one conversation and just resetting the boundaries of what it is and you don't have to make it emotional right you don't have to get into yeah. feeling bad about it or feeling like they're going to push back because it's actually it's out of your hands in a way it is this is the way that the law is so you don't have to put emotion next to it yes uh, you I just need to know, do the thing been, for business owners it's been incredibly challenging like there was on the news yesterday there was so much information about well so much of the news was about unscrupulous employers that are keeping the subsidy for themselves and you know and that creates the seed of doubt for so I straight away I was on Facebook and I was like I just want you guys to know that a hundred percent of the subsidy is going to you or to, you know like you really just have to keep um, an awareness of what is going on and keep your communication super strong with your team so everybody knows what's what's happening you know because it is tricky yeah, yeah around whether they should be off or on and paid this or paid that so yeah yeah yeah, that's right. And in some cases, 100% doesn't go to them, actually. It doesn't have to go to them in New Zealand. No. So I think, um, yeah, that like you say, clarity is everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the other thing that we've done over this time is we've actually got a, a big mix of optional and compulsory, you know. So these are the work ones and these are the optional ones. So we had a Manies get together um, and that's optional. Um, Friday's optional with the podcast chats. And then... Uh, a few of them are meeting online tonight to play Cards Against Humanity. That's optional, you know. Um, so, yeah, and it could call a few people to always go along to these things. Um, we were just chatting today about creating a wine tour while we're off online. So everyone needs to set up a wine in each room of their house and we'll go into house parties. <laughs> <laughs> So that's on the cards too, you know, and those that want to do that, most of them will want to do that. So we kind of see everybody's house and, you know, we're just trying to make, yeah, keep connected. So, yeah, so, you know, I think having a, a real mix of um, this is work and you pay on the clock for that. And then there's, this is the fun stuff. And if you want to come along and, you know, do, yeah. All right. You can see why I asked Janine to come, didn't you? I mean, like, I just would not dream up having a wine tour in my house. So that's just genius. Um, I love that. <laughs> I might steal that one. My, yeah, do. I saw a meme, you know, that, that, that planned out my, my weekend of some motion or something, going out for the weekend. I thought, oh, we can do that online. <laughs> totally. It's my birthday uh, after Easter. I might, um, that's what I might do for my birthday. I might have a wine tour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, um, I know that you had a, a, a few things that you were keen uh, to talk about, so I just wanted to check before we wrap up. Was there anything else that you kind of like think it's important that we know about culture or anything that you've missed that, uh, that we should talk about? Let us suck more of your brain if you have any. Yeah, 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 that's all good. I think we've covered quite a few things today, which has been great. And, you know, I'm always only too happy to share. Um, I, I think just really put, as a talent owner, team leader, or um, or business manager, or whoever, whatever your title is, or educator, I think really put that hat on of like, what, um, what, is, what do I need to do over the next few weeks to get that transition of um, isolation back to 
Dalon opening. Um, you know, a few things have gone through my brain around that, like a level three, will we be open? Will all of my team want to work at a level three? Probably not. How does that look? Do I have a frontline team? Do I have half weeks or um, week on, week off? I really, um, you know, I'm planning to be like that for, for at least three months. So we, we usually work a Wednesday to Saturday um, week, my team do, and the, when we do training on a Tuesday. So they're off Sunday, Monday, and most of them are off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, but over the next probably six weeks when we first go back, we'll be doing Monday to Sunday. Not everyone will do all of those days, but it's very important yeah. that we have like separate teams. Because if we get someone that is suddenly diagnosed with COVID in our salon, all of the people that are in that salon that day need to go into isolation. So ideally in a perfect world, all of the people in my other team will be able to kind of pick up and keep going. Yeah. So, you know, those are just strategies that I'm starting to think about. Um, going forward. So um, next week, Wednesday the 15th from my memory, uh, I'm having a live session, same time, same place, yeah. uh, on exactly this, preparing for going back. So maybe I'll uh, suck Janine's brain or invite her to pop in and uh, <laughs> just quietly. Uh, and because this is the topic, um, I think by the time we get to next week, I know lots of people are choosing to switch off over the uh, Easter weekend, which I think is hugely important and valuable that you actually do turn off have a break because it's been exhausting you know whatever shape it looks like and i know australia still is uh, for hair at only level three so half are open half are closed half don't know if they're arthur or martha and it's <laughs> exhausting at least here in new zealand where um Yes. Uh, it's black and white. It is the way that it is. So I, I know that people are setting dates and starting to think about uh, coming back. So that is on conversation for next week. So I really look forward to seeing you guys there. Thank you so much for uh, sharing your wisdom, your hilarity, uh, especially the wine tour. I'm going to take that one away. <laughs> um, I'll be having a wine tour in a few weeks, just letting you know. Uh, yeah. Um, I, yeah. Um, I really appreciate it. It's been really, really good. Thanks for having me. It's always great to catch up and chat. All right, so for those of you who have been with us the whole way through live, good on you for sticking at it. I'm really keen as you kind of, uh, sign off what is your biggest takeaway what are you going to do because if you write down the things that you're committing to you're more likely to do them remember them and stick through it so get it in before we wrap up what are um the things that you're going to do mana says great idea george <laughs> <laughs> good on you mana nice to see you yeah, you're no. very welcome thank you everybody um it's been great hanging out all right thanks janine oh a pleasure take care we'll see you guys later bye Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.